This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. The views expressed by guests on this program do not necessarily represent the views of the host or owners of the Doggy Diva Show and do not necessarily constitute endorsement of products. Medical information discussed by guests on this program are those of the guests and is only for informational purposes and should not replace medical advice by your local veterinarian professional. Hi, this is Susan Marie from the Doggy Diva Show. This week, knowing why your dog is coughing, keeping your pets fit, and a carry-all for hands-free walking with your dogs. That's what's on our show this week. Let's get started. Hey, did you hear that? What is that? It's the bark heard round the world. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's national award-winning author and animal advocate, Susan Marie. Hi, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves, Francesca, Coco, and our newest little diva, Miss Olive. Miss Olive is the cute little Italian greyhound rescue in the picture with the microphone. Thank you for joining us today as we bring the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. Contact us at thedoggydiva.com. That's the D-O-G-G-Y-D-I-V-A dot com. We love hearing from you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. Pets are part of the family. Make sure you can always afford the quality health care they need with Easy Pet Check, a nationwide pet insurance alternative. With Easy Pet Check, you'll save up to 75% on all your pet's health care at any licensed veterinarian in the U.S. Easy Pet Check accepts all dogs and cats regardless of pre-existing conditions. Visit EasyPetCheck.com. That's the letters EZPetCheck.com. Taking care of your pet can be easy with Easy Pet Check. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. back everyone to the doggy diva show i'm here with monica layton president of professional pet sitting with our pet tip of the week and monica sometimes i say i wonder what is going on because a couple of my dogs have these coughs and sometimes they're just normal coughs and sometimes they concern me a little and i have to take them in what is the reason why my dogs are coughing yeah so we get this all the time in the office so one of the number one appointments you'll see is my dog is coughing, and I don't know why. <laughs> that was there's me. So many, <laughs> yes, there's a lot of different reasons that dogs can cough, but I thought I would kind of go over different things that can cause coughing. So that way, you always have kind of a little bit of information and things to look for at home, and then definitely what to look for as far as other symptoms so your veterinarian can help diagnose your pet correctly. So, of course, number one, when you hear your pet coughing, you want to check and make sure there's no kind of choking hazards. Was he just eating chew or something of that? Or was he just eating his food super fast? Um, anything that can cause a choking hazard, you always want to make sure that isn't the case, number one. Number two, an infectious cough. So, there's two main reasons besides a choking hazard 
that your pet can cough. And you'll have an infectious nature or something that's called a reverse sneeze. And the reverse sneeze sounds a lot like a cough. And that's usually driven by an allergic component. So nine out of 10 times, if your pet is coughing, it's either infectious or allergic. So let's talk about infectious first. There's a couple things that can cause a dog to cough as far as infectious issues. So um, a viral respiratory infection, things like parrot influenza um, and kennel cough. Um, these are things that, you know, your pets are normally vaccinated for, but um, it's a possibility that they can get those. The most common symptoms of these viral infections can include coughing, of course, but it can also include the dog being lethargic. The dog could have a decreased appetite, so not eating as well, exercise intolerance, and increased breathing. So they're not able to exercise like they used to. They're kind of slowing down a little bit. Um, they're breathing heavier than normal. And those can all be signs that um, the cough is an infectious nature. Um, also, things like canine influenza um, in the last five, six years has become a lot more prevalent. Um, so definitely, you know, showing caution for any coughs that come into play. And if you see anything like a decreased appetite or lethargy or, you know, a heavier breathing pattern, definitely get your pet to your veterinarian and make sure that you rule out anything infectious as far as the cough is concerned. So the most common reason for pet coughing that we see a lot, and especially right now because those of us in Florida that suffer from allergies know that it is that time of the year and it is crazy like whether it's oak or pollens or grasses or and there's just so many different allergens out there and of course all of those allergens can be felt by your pets at all so um what is known as reverse sneezing can also sound like a cough and it can be very alarming for pet parents to see their pet do so reverse sneezing is very common in pets and it's usually not a huge concern, but you always want to rule out that it is a reverse sneeze and not something like an influenza um, or a viral infection. So you always want to seek, um, you know, assistance from your veterinarian just to find out what the exact cause of your cough is. But for dogs that are, that are experiencing the reverse sneeze, um, Sometimes the dog will like pull its head back and inhale forcefully through the nose and the mouth. And then it makes like a, a cough-like sound. And usually the reverse sneezing comes from an allergic type component. Um, one thing that you can do is um, when your pet gets into that kind of reverse sneeze little hack thing going on, if you gently tilt their head up and put your finger over one nostril, that can oftentimes help them clear their airway and that will subside that cough attack. And, you know, kind of that reverse sneeze attack should start subsiding. You can also, you know, kind of rub the throat a little bit. But that does not, you know, always clear it. But um, definitely talk to your veterinarian because there's obviously something in the environment that can contribute to causing that reverse sneeze. Um, allergic natures, mostly pollen is the main source that we see. Um, but again, like I said, you can have oaks and grasses and things of that nature that are on the pollen charts. And I always tell people, you know, if your pet is diagnosed with any kind of pollen or allergic component, 
watch your daily news at night, like when they do the weather segments and things like that nature, because so many clients can relate it to their instances where all of a sudden their pet is starting to do that reverse knees more or it's increasing. And it's oftentimes increasing when they have those pollen counts that are racing. And that's something that they'll tell you in your area on the news. They'll give you your pollen index. Um, I believe you can also get that on weather.com online. Um, but you can get those pollen indexes and see exactly really what's on the high end of blooming in your area right at that time. And you can, you know, kind of help pinpoint what your pet may be having an issue with. Well, that's big help because mine was the reverse sneeze and it was because of allergies. So yes, but you know what, Monica, it does sound scary whenever your dog's coughing or doing something that doesn't isn't normal, which which isn't what they normally do. It always gets um, people confused and such as myself with reverses. But it's the first thing that people should do is call their vet. I mean, either they need to come in or it's something as simple as you said that maybe we could just take care of it ourselves. But since there's so many different things that could be affected by a cough or, or, or the reasons for a cough or the root cause, that's why it's really important that you contact your vet just to, just to make sure. Absolutely. Well, as always, you bring us great information and this is the season. It's pollen season's high and also there's all kinds of things blowing around in the air. You don't know what your dogs are going to catch. So please stay on top of it. If your dog is coughing, Monica, you gave us some great reasons to be on top of it and to be aware of it. So thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great week. Hello, everyone. Susan Maria Olive here to announce the release of the second book in the Doggy Diva Diary series, Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Friends, a story about Miss Olive's encounters with bullying at a dog park and how she learns a life lesson. Please check out the original award-winning book, Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Home, which is a story about adoption and rescue. Both books are available at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And please visit thedoggydiva.com for more information. Thank you, everyone. Coming up, after months at home, has your pet put on some pandemic pounds? That's next. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. back everyone to the doggy diva show as a pet parent i find that it's really important that our pets are healthy and fit and it really helps them to live a longer and happier life living their best life ever and especially during these times since 
we as pet parents and our pets maybe have added a few pandemic pounds. So with us today to share some really helpful information on fitness and health for our pups, especially during this time, is Kim Gablin, Chief Marketing Officer at Bill Jack Foods. Hey, Kim, welcome. Hi, Sue. Thank you for having me on. Oh, it's it's good to have you on to talk about this, Kim, because I think that we're all starting to get out and about a little more, and we are looking, <laughs> we're putting our jeans on and going, whoa, wait a minute, <laughs> and then try to put our harness around our pups going, whoa, wait a minute. I think that mm-hmm. everyone's sort of put on a little bit of weight along with these months that we were staying inside, so... Um, what can you just like sort of go through the importance of not only us staying fit, but also our pets and what we can do to kind of get them a little healthier and a little bit more of a fit state? Yes, of course. You know, because I, I agree with you. I'm definitely hearing a lot more from <laughs> um, from pet parents, not just about them, but, but about their dogs, right? And their cats gaining some extra weight, yes. right? So I think I think it's really important to get this in check. And so, um, you know, I know that we, you know, I know that I, I work with a food company and that's, you know, that's really good, but you need to feed responsibly, right? It's really mm-hmm. important to kind of think about this. And so, you know, I know that the Association for Pet Obesity Prevention um, does a yearly survey and they're kind of tracking how obese pets are. And so the last survey they did, so the pets were 56% of dogs were overweight wow. or obese in the U.S. So more than half, and that's not good, you know, and that's not good for a bunch of reasons. Um, you know, being overweight is really hard on a dog's system, right? It's hard on their heart. Um, it's hard um, in terms of their pancreas, right? So in terms of, you know, potentially causing diabetes, it's hard on their joints. Now, that's really important. I know yeah. you're, you're really careful because I know that you know, Miss Olive needs to keep her weight healthy so that she doesn't put a lot of extra weight on her yeah. joints. So, so I mean, so it's really important. So there's a lot of like, you know, health implications other than just, you know, being fat and happy, right? That's just not really true. And so it's really important to kind of get control of that. So, and, and I think, you know, part of what's happening and, and I'm hearing a lot more about people are maybe mixing in some wet food nowadays, um, making food a little more special. They have maybe a little bit more time because they might've been at home, you know, working as opposed to being at the office. Um, I'm also hearing that people are, um, maybe giving more treats. Yeah. So, you know, so some of those things are, are also things that, you know, you need to think about, right? You can't add without subtracting. So you can't that add makes without subtracting. a lot subtracting. of sense. So, you know, there's only so many calories that your dog needs a day. So you want to think about if I am going to add some wet food, you might want to take out some of the dry food and, and be able to kind of not feed that much altogether. Uh, and so that's, that's really important. Or, you know, you want to make sure that you're getting out and, you know, getting some activity in there. And, and I know a lot of times people think, you know, oh, well, you know, maybe you have a Pomeranian and your Pomeranian is maybe 10 pounds. Well, Pomeranians are probably typically, right, again, if it's not a mix, are about under seven pounds. So if that dog is 10 pounds, it's probably overweight. Again, I always talk about the rib test. Feel those ribs, you know, reach down, have your dog stand up, reach down, feel those ribs. Can you feel them without a lot of fat being there? Can you feel them at all? Yeah. So that's really, that's really important. If you can't feel them very well, or if you're feeling a lot of fat in between, then that's a sign that you're probably in a place that you don't want to be at, right? You're probably at that 10 pound level of Pomeranian instead of that seven pound level. So it's really important to be able to think about, about thinking about that weight and, and about that extra pounds and trying not to give them those extra goodies without taking away uh, some of those other calories and kind of managing their overall calorie level. 
That's like really important. And I think sometimes you don't think of that, especially because we're home, Kim, and you're right. We may be going on a Zoom call and we want our dogs to like kind of be a little quieter. So we give them some treats and they go into Mm -hmm. their wherever they're going and they kind of hang out. And I think that that's kind of become a way of life with people. We're, We're working a lot from home. And as people ease back and go back to into their offices, things may change. But I find that myself... I do a lot of that. I have three of them, so I will give them. But I love the little Bill Jack treats, the little bitty uh, little Jacks, because there's not mm-hmm. a lot of calories in them. And you're right. I have to keep all of her weight has to stay totally the same because she's got the three legs and she can't be jumping around. And, and that's why it's really important, like you also said, to keep their joints and everything. It puts a pressure on them if they're overweight. Mm-hmm. So what are some things that we as dog parents can do to let's just say they got a little out of shape to get them in shape and keep them in shape. Yeah. So, you know, I think that one of the things to think about is, you know, how much activity are you getting these days? You know, it's starting to get warmer. The weather's starting to get nicer, hopefully, you know, around the country. So now, you know, now's a great time to be able to get out and get walking. And again, you know, 10, 15 minutes at a time, you don't have to walk a mile or three miles to, to make it work, right? It's just getting out a couple times a day to get that 10, 15 minutes of walk in. You could walk in the backyard, <laughs> you could walk down the street, you could go to the dog park. I mean, there's lots of different ways to kind of get some of that activity in there. Um, and, you know, and it doesn't always have to be walking, you know, it could be things like playing, you know, I know that when Blizzard gets on a streak, right, he might want me to throw, you know, throw the, uh, throw the toy like 10 times and, you know, Hey, and there you go. You're getting the heart rate up. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of excitement. He's running around, you know, so you want to, you want to kind of look for ways that you can do that, you know, either walking or running or, or, you know, playing, you know, just playing in the house even can, can do that if you're, if you're doing that on a consistent basis and, you know, and you can have fun with it. Um, we talk a little bit about, uh, creating obstacles, right? So, you know, make an obstacle. It could be that you could um, go to the, you know, go to the dollar store and get a pool noodle and a boogie board. You know, they're not very expensive. (laughs) Cut that pool noodle in half, you know, glue it or tape it to the bottom of that boogie board. And all of a sudden you have a little teeter-totter kind of for your your dog to kind of go go up and down on or whatever. Put some pillows across the, the family room, you know, floor. And then, you know, make those something kind of fun to jump on. So when you throw the ball, you might throw them over the pillows on the other side of that. And then, you know, have them come back and jump over that. Or, you know, maybe give them a treat when they get over those pillows, right, without touching them. So, I mean, you can make it fun and light to be able to kind of do some activities to get them into shape. You know, that's, you know, that's really important to to do. And so, um, so there's some different ways to be able to have some fun. And, you know, I think the other thing that exercise does, um, not just for us, but for dogs, is it helps our dogs produce endorphins, right? The, the, you know, those kind of those feel mm-hmm. good, you know, um, chemicals in our body. And so, you know, getting them out there to do that. I mean, that's why they get so excited. I don't, I don't know about, about the girls, but Blizzard, if I just go walk, he is, he's over the moon. I, sometimes I don't go. even have to say it. Like if I just get up to go towards where the leashes, we have them in a, in a like a mud room, but if uh-huh. I, I even have to just walk walk to it they know it's like they have this kind of like a little doggy intuition going yeah we're going out (laughs) yeah and they they get excited because they remember those endorphins right they remember how happy it makes them and they get to smell and sniff because you know there's also mental benefits to being out and and walking with your dog and having them sniff around and find out what's going on in the neighborhood and down that path and what have you so so those are the things that really can make a difference and can kind of help your dog get into shape um 
in terms of a fitness uh, perspective. That's, those are great ideas. And, and especially now that the weather is getting better, people are starting to get out more just because we've been in for such a long time. I think people are really looking forward to getting out more and interacting and doing mm-hmm. a lot with their animals. When you get up to walk your dog is like a reason for you to get out and walk yourself. That's how I look at it. I get my exercise. Like people go, oh, what do you do? Do you yes. exercise? I go, well, I just really walk my dogs. But it gives me a reason to go out and I walk at the same time. Yes. So it's like both of us are kind of getting in shape. So- <laughs> yeah, it's such a win-win, right? It's, yes. such, it's such a win-win. And it a really, good really bonding is. experience. Yes. And, you know, and even walking, walking can make such a big difference. So mm-hmm. you don't have to be running. You don't have to be doing, you know, uh, all kinds of crazy yeah. exercising to do it. You just need to be constantly walking, right? Regularly walking. And that can really, really be a good thing for both of you. With Bill Jack, you guys have so many different kinds of foods um, and treats. And as I just mentioned, I, I love Little Jacks. That really helps me keep focus with my girls. And also it's a, it's a reward. It's kind of like they love it. And I have two of them that are deaf and almost totally blind, but they can sniff that (laughs) and they know where it is. They know when I'm pulling Mm -hmm. it out of my bag. I have it with me here in the studio. I have like little Ziploc bags. I put them in. There's so much that you guys have. You have all different kinds of treats and all different kinds of foods. And I have a finicky one. So I use one of your foods for Francesca. And Mm -hmm. it's just something that I think people don't know all the different foods that you have there at Bill Jack. Well, especially if you're thinking about, you know, your dog being overweight, right? You're thinking about, well, what kinds mm-hmm. of food could help me? You know, there there are foods for that. And so, you know, a couple things to think about are, first of all, you know, what are the feeding guidelines on the bag of food that you're feeding, right? Those guidelines are a good starting point for where you should start feeding at. But you may need to adjust that amount up or down depending on the depending on your dog's activity level. So, you know, you want to think about those feeding guidelines and make sure you're measuring your food on a regular basis, right? And that you're not adding without subtracting, like we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. That's really important. And then, you know, we have a 30% less fat formula called our reduced fat formula, which is great if you're trying to manage those pounds, right? Whether you're trying to maintain those pounds or you're trying to look for ways to be able to take some of them off, that's a really key thing to do, right? And it's got 30% less fat than our adult formula. So that really kind of helps in managing that that weight change. And you're going to want to work your way down to the feeding guidelines that you're targeting, right? So if you have a 60-pound lab and you really should have a 50-pound lab, then you're going to want to look at those feeding guidelines and you're going to start working your way down slowly to those 50-pound guidelines. And so that's the best way to be able to kind of slowly and gradually be able to help your dog manage the, that that extra those extra pandemic pounds, right? So those are things to think about. And, and there's also, you know, if you don't need that kind of support, right? If your dog is healthy and, and doing great, there are lots of different options, right? If you have a small breed dog or a large breed dog, we have a variety of formulas for those. We have Picky No More for picky dogs. And, um, and we also have uh, a sensitive solutions formula that is fantastic if you have a sensitive dog, maybe digestive wise, they're sensitive or they're skin uh, sensitive. It's um, sometimes helpful to change up their food and give them a food that has some, uh, some support for uh, healthy skin and, um, and get that kind of extra shine that you're looking for, you know, looking for that healthy kind of look. Uh, that that's also very helpful. And then, you know, especially if you have a dog that has a very touchy stomach, um, sometimes having a food that is, is gentle, you know, has gentle fibers to be able to support that healthy digestion it, uh, can be really helpful and can really make a big difference in how they're feeling and how they're looking. Well, and another thing that I 
supplement with every day is your probiotics because they're so easy to administer. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really important for you and I have talked about this before. Uh, it's so important to kind of support our pets digestive health. Yeah. And you know, we have a uh, bell Jack uh, breakthrough probiotics uh, mm -hmm. and they're really, they are really fantastic. They're easy to use spray doesn't need to be refrigerated. It provides 12 different strains of probiotics and having a, a broad spectrum, right? Of probiotics, a wide range of probiotics can be helpful because different probiotics do different things in the gut, you know, in the small intestine yeah. and large intestine. So that can be very helpful. And, and, Using probiotics can help support that healthy digestion and also helps with immune function, right? Because mm -hmm. about, you know, somewhere around 70% of a dog's immune function really starts in the gut, which is not something you think about. But the more and more we all learn about what's, what happens in, in our bodies and in dogs' bodies, we're finding out more and more about that, uh, that connection between the, the, the brain and the gut and how that immune system is in there to be able to help support your dog's health. Now for the listeners out there, because there, there is such a large selection and you have so much information that you have on your website, where can the listeners go to learn more about Bill Jack? Yeah. You know, I always say start with our website at billjack.com. It's B I L dash jac.com and we have a lot of great information out there you can join our best friends club it's our monthly email newsletter and we've got uh special offers in there and savings that you can request uh we've got three or four stories every month that we uh that we talk about it's always kind of fun to plan our stories every month because we're we, we get to learn too we're like oh we're curious about this what about that so so we're able to kind of do some of those stories and so we've got a, a, those all go out into our dog blog and you can get some more information out there you can just type in in our search bar you know what you might be looking for what information you might be looking for and then you know you'll be able to get a story about you know should my you know where should my dog sleep at night or, you know, choosing the best dry dog food for a picky eater or how to deal with dog hair everywhere. <laughs> so I mean, we really try to cover a bunch of different things. And we've also got a great section for training videos where uh, we work with Joel Silverman, who's a fantastic longtime uh, dog trainer. I've known Joel for 20 years, fantastic guy. And he really kind of breaks it down, makes it easy in a couple of minutes to give you a few tips to be able to get you started in training your dog, especially on all of the the key, I call it like bite-sized training because it's just enough. Yes. It does. It's not a long thing, and he gets it really quick. And it's just the real basics. And I think everyone who's a pet parent should have basics at that their dogs can be trained. Especially like we're talking about having them outside, doing things with them, yes. you know, interacting with other pets or interacting with people. Those basic training um, videos that Joel has are, are totally invaluable. I mean, they're remarkable. Yeah, nice and easy and fun and mm -hmm. light. And, and like I said, you know, easy to easy to give you steps to be able to follow, to be able to do it on, by yourself right? yes. for five or 10 minutes, you know, nothing, nothing heavy. You don't have to do a long amount of training, but he does give you some really great tips in a really quick, easy, easy to chew video. <laughs> <laughs> we like that. Yes. So Kim, well, we thank you so much for being our guest today and for sharing helpful information and the importance of fitness and health. For our pups, we, we want to keep them in shape. And as we talked about, we're coming out of the time where we're all been in maybe a little more and we've all eaten a little more, including our pups. So this is great advice, great information. And again, everyone, please go to bil-jac.com and you're going to get a lot of information on this, what we talked about today, the great foods, the great treats, 
and the training information. I mean, there's a lot out there. The weather's getting good. We're all going to be out there. And I think, thank you, Kim. Thanks so much for being our guest. Thank you so much for having me. And now's, now's the time, right? Don't wait. Now's the time to start working on those pandemic pounds. So good luck. (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks so much. We'll be back in just a minute. Coming up, something you need to do while walking your pet just got a lot easier. Stay with us. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There's no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. As a pet parent, I love walking my dogs, but carrying their waste-filled bags kind of sometimes doesn't make it really enjoyable, but we have a solution to that problem. Wolf Pack Dog Walking Accessory Bag is the go-to carry-all for dog lovers on the go everywhere. It's perfect for all of your adventures with your pup. Just being with the Wolf Pack is both invaluable and fashionable. So it kind of takes the smell out of carrying those stinky dog waste bags with you. So with us today to tell us all about the possum must have is the founder of Woke Pack Trails, Lisa Bass. Welcome, Lisa, to the Doggy Diva Show. Thank you for having me, Susan. It's great to be here today. I have to tell you what a great product you have. Now, can you just tell us about Wolfpack Trails and what was your inspiration for creating it? Um, you know, my inspiration was it, it, it spurred for a lot of a lot of things. Um, I, I go, I'm on the go constantly with my Golden Doodle. He's very energetic, and I found that um, I was always running around prior to our walks, trying to, you know fit everything in my pockets, like tissue and my keys, my cell phone, bags. And, you know, it, it was just really hard to, you know, get everything in your pockets. And walking him, oftentimes, I never had enough bags. And so I remember one day distinctly, you know, he did his business in somebody's neighborhood yard. So I hurried, hurried home, got in the car, drove up there with an extra bag, grabbed the, the poop, put it in my back of my car, and drove home with it until I could dispose of it. It stunk so bad. It was in the middle of summer. And I was like, you know what? I need something that's a carry-all that takes, you know, that carries the bag waste and carries everything else I take when I'm on the go with Micah, my, my golden doodle. And really out in the market, there was just, you know, either a bag that carried your personal stuff and treats or just the doggy the doggy waste itself, but nothing else. So I wanted something more efficient. So after about seven prototypes, I came up with the design I have now on the Wolfpack. And the inner line, there's a big inner pocket that has a special antimicrobial material that's used on hospital gurneys. And what it does is it tampers, you know, microbes 
bacteria, so you don't smell any, you know, because the, the smell from the, the poop comes from the bacteria in it. So what it does is it kind of tampers that smell, so when it's in there, you don't smell it when you're walking with your dog, oh. uh, which is really a great thing for me because I'm telling you, some of my earlier prototypes as I tried them out, and I would I would take the bag poop out of it, and I'd be like, oh, yuck. Yeah. It would, the smell would come up in my face. So I said, there's got to be a solution. There's got to be something out there on the market, some material that's going to take away that smell while it's in the bag and when I take it out of the bag. And it doesn't, and there's no residual smell. And so I did a lot of research on it and I came up with this material. I found this material from a nearby distributor. So it's, it's been great in, you know, kind of tampering that odor when it's in the bag and you don't smell it. It's no, it's not pungent when you take the, the waste bag out of the out of the wolf pack. I know it's great. It's convenient. It t- takes a, it's a place to put your dog poop, and it's yeah. great for hands free walking because those of us that walk our dogs know that our other hand is holding the dog poop. So how big is it, and how can it be worn? Like about what's the size of it? Um, for people trying to visualize this, what's the size of it, and how can it be worn on the body? Okay, well, it's it's nine inches by nine inches. It has the, the, the inner pocket where you put the, the doggy waist, but it also has two roomy pockets in the front of the bag and one roomy pocket in the back. So you can put everything, you know, that you take when you go, go on the go with your pet. And it can be worn four different ways. Um, it can be worn crossbody, which most people like to do. I personally wear it as a fanny pack. I wear it around my waist. Um, the, the strap is adjustable. You can wear it over your shoulder if you like, or you can take that strap off entirely. You can attach it to a backpack. You can attach it to your belt loop. You can attach it to a large dog's dog's harness if you don't want to carry it that way. So those are the four different ways that you can carry it. It comes in five uh, color combinations. And then I just rolled out last about six months ago two embroidered designs. One is a dog mom design, and the other is like a heart with a paw print on it design. Oh, how cute. And and just so that people know the the way that you've described how we can all carry it, this could be something that is unisex. Both a man, both a woman could do it because men can put it on their belts. They could wear it as a fanny pack because women, of course, can wear it as a crossbody or however, if they want to wear it as a fanny pack themselves. But I think it's great because you're free to go about your business. You're not swinging that bag full of dog waste and it it's great for everyone actually you mentioned the material what about the material that the uh outside of the bag's made from can you tell us a little bit more about that and also how do we clean and care for this bag absolutely uh, the material is like a, a, a 600 denier polyester uh material so it's like a canvas type material it's very durable it is water resistant. Um, it's it's lightweight, and it doesn't need you don't need to throw it in the laundry, the washing machine. Actually, you just take a warm fuzzy cloth and wipe it that way. So it's really easy to care for, As, and because it's so durable, um, and it's made to be outdoors and made to be durable in all types of weather, it's going to last a long time with regular use. And you mentioned this earlier, and I just want, I'm trying to visualize it. I love to take, when I go out for my walks, I take my keys, I take my cell phone, I take Kleenex, I take treats, and I like to put them, and they're usually stuck in pockets all over, whether it be in my sweatshirt and my jeans or something. But can all of this, how does this all fit in? 
and not be affected by the bag of um, dog waste? Because the, the, the pockets that you put all your personal items and your doggy treats are separate from the, uh, the, the compartment where you stick your doggy waste. That's in the middle of the bag, and you, it, it's closed with a Velcro, a secure Velcro, so you're not going to smell the bag waste when it's in there. And then your other pockets are on the side of the bag. So there's two big pockets in the front of the bag, and then there's a, a big pocket in the back of the bag. So they're separate. It will never touch the, the poopy bag inside. That's awesome. And, and I'm sure the listeners are trying to figure out, well, what does it look like? And you're very, it's very clear on your website, what it looks like. So if anyone's trying to think in their mind and I'm, and these aren't, this is great to buy for yourself. It's also a great gift idea because of the way you've expanded the way it looked. Like I said, it kind of be used as a purse. It could be used as just a regular container holder, but it's something that you, that people should keep in mind for gift giving and for uh, just for yourself. But where can the listeners go to learn more about Wolfpack Trails and, and where they can purchase it? Sure. Um, they can purchase it at wolfpacktrails.com, and that's W-O-O-F, like wolf, pack, P-A-C-K, trails, T-R-A-I-L-S.com. Um, and yes, it, it is a great gift. In fact, I'd say about 25% of the people that buy it, buy it for gifts for men and women. That's perfect. I have a, I have some with a birthday coming up. I'm thinking that I'll give it to them for the birthday because she, such as myself, spends most of our time outside with our dogs. It may not be something that you think of giving yourself, but when people see you with it on, they're going to go, where did you get that? What is that? So I think it's like really ingenious what you did. It's, it's really great, convenient. And again, hands-free walking is so important, especially when you have multiple dogs. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you. If you have multiple dogs, how many bags can it carry? I think um, it can comfortably fit, you know, two to three sealed bags inside um and, and a lot of people have multiple dogs that that carry it yeah uh, if you have really large dogs like um i think i i had a customer that had three saint bernards and <sighs> it was like and they're like oh my god you know i mean it fits all the bags in there but then i don't have room for all my other stuff and i and i was like well you know what that's a lot because they were saying you know they, they poop a couple times but i was just thinking wow now that's unusual um so, but it is, it is very roomy inside, and many of my customers, and you can go online and look at all the reviews that people have left about it, and many of them do have multiple dogs, and they're able to put, you know, a couple bags in there, two to three bags in there comfortably, and still fit, you know, their personal items in the, in the pockets that are on the side. Now, and I think once they go and, and find you online, they're going to see it's like a perfect size. It's big enough. The inside's big enough to put the waste in. There's areas for your keys. And also it's convenient enough so that you're walking and it's like either we're wearing it as a crossbody, wearing it on your belt, wearing it as a fanny pack. It's not overwhelming. Like you said, it's nine by nine inches. So it's just big enough so that you could walk comfortably with your pets and also be comfortable yourself. So now, Lisa, before we go, is there anything that you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, you know, I think that this is, I think what I do want to emphasize is that this is a versatile bag. Um, my, you know, my customers say they take it everywhere they go. They take it to doggy shows. They take it on walks and hikes. They take it around the neighborhood. They take it to doggy park. Um, a lot of them will take it to the vet's office because they have medication that they leave with and they don't want to carry a big handbag. So, I do want to emphasize the versatility of it. Um, it can be taken just about anywhere. 
some of my customers, you know, they use it as a purse too. So, um, you know, it's a very versatile bag. It's a very convenient, attractive bag for, you know, walking with your pet and it carries everything in one place. I really do, you know, have gotten some great feedback from my customers. And I do want to say that a lot of my customers come from Florida. I don't know what it is about Floridians, but they seem to really like this bag. Oh, that's great. Well, you know why? We have the great weather down here. So I think that probably, um, as with most of my friends, we're always out walking our dogs. We're always out with our dogs. We're, now that COVID's kind of going down a little bit, we're going to dog parks. We're doing things a little more than we used to. So this And this is the perfect bag for it. I mean, it's it's the perfect bag to have, like I said, whether you're male or whether you're female. It's a perfect bag to have just for convenience sake for your own personal items as well as your dog waste items. So I think that that's great. It is. And you know what? When you carry the wolf pack, you never, ever have to be burdened with carrying doggy waste again. Um, and you have, a, you know, you have a hands-free dog walking experience. Um, there's a, actually an, a woman that I'd say every three months she orders about, you know, 10 or 15 of them. And, I, you know, it was kind of funny. I thought, well, she's, she's probably reselling them or something. And one day she wrote me a note. She was like, you probably wonder what I'm doing with all these, but all my friends just love this bag. I've sent some to Europe. Some of my friends in Europe are wearing it. I've been shipping, actually, to Canada quite a bit recently. So, you know, the word is getting her out about the bag. And I'm really thrilled because the reason I invented it is that I really, really wanted dog lovers to have a more enjoyable on-the-go experience with their pets. So that was my... That was really the inspiration behind it. Well, and it's great. You know, and we're heard worldwide. If, if you ship to these different places, I think it's great because there's people all over that listen to the show. I think that it's a great thing to know that, that you do ship. So this is, this is great. Yes, I've shipped to Canada quite a bit, and I've shipped to the U.K. a couple times as well. So. Perfect. Perfect. So those yeah. of you out there, and we have, a, um, we have people in Canada, we have people in the U.K. that listen to us, so just... Just know that that you could get your bag. You could get your Wolfpack. So, Lisa, I want to thank you so much for being our guest today and for sharing Wolfpack Trails with our listeners and for creating a convenient, stylish, and hands-free way to walk our pups and help make that walking experience with our pups all the more enjoyable. So I thank you so much. Thank you for being our guest. And everyone, please go to www.wolfpacktrails.com. P-A-C-K-T-R-A-I-L-S dot com. And you'll see what we're talking about. And uh, you can't wait to order yours. Yes, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on today. And yes, I I did want to emphasize it's W-O-L-F because a lot of people think it's Wolf, (laughs) W-O-L-F. Which makes it hard to find sometimes. So (laughs) thank you so much, Susan. I, I appreciate you having me on your show. And um, I certainly hope that your listeners go and take a look at the website and see what they think. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for being our guest, Lisa. And everybody, again, it's wolfpacktrails.com. You're not going to want to miss it. So thank you very much. Have a great day. Thanks, Susan. You too. Bye-bye. We would like to thank our guests this week. And also, as our doggy divas always say, please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, please have a great Diva Week, everyone. That's all for this episode of The Doggy Diva Show. To find out more, go to our website, thedoggydiva.com. Also, find us on our Facebook page, The Doggy Diva Show, and tell your fellow dog lovers about it. 
Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and the Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.